Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 6th of May 2023 and the episode title is It's Coronation Day. Let's talk about voting. Doty Quest Games is in the spotlight this month as voted for by patrons. True to tradition, it's the very start sort of of the month and I've not yet told Zotti Quest about their victory in this unsolicited battle royale of votes yet. I will, I promise. I've got a day off this week, so I've a little more time. I have that extra day, as here in the UK, it's a rare event. It's a coronation. King Charles III has taken the throne, and Queen Camilla has broken with tradition and recycling a crown from history and not getting a new one made for her. Oh, jewellers around London will be heartbroken. And Camilla will wear a crown made for Mary of Teck. Mary of Teck, of course, Queen Mary, was the wife to King George V, and the crown has not been worn in public for over 70 years. It's been on display in the Tower of London. However, Mary of Teck's crown won't have the Conorio diamond in it, that's one of the world's largest cut diamonds. It was a gift to Queen Victoria in 1850. The problem with the Cornor diamond? Well, the British nicked it from India during the painful era of the East India Company. Uh, but enough of all this reality. Let's get back to geeking and gaming. Although, let me say, it is good of Camilla not to demand a new crown and at least not to flaunt the Cornor diamond. Imagine this. Your party of adventurers trudge into town and start to unpack their wagon, hoping to trade loot from the dungeon with local merchants, and they're confronted by the local militia. The militia point to some of the group's gear and protest that the coils of ropes that they have. The problem? The heroes could use those ropes to tie themselves to doors, stables and fences, and block those areas with their own bodies. An illegal disruption. All it takes is for the militia to suspect that the adventurers might be thinking about doing this, and they have the legal authority to arrest them. Imagine that. Your players would boggle at the dystopia of this weird little fantasy town. Except, and sorry to do this to you, I've not moved on at all. I'm still talking about the coronation. That happened in London today, as anti-monarchy protesters were arrested for having what the police say are devices that could be used to fasten people to things that the protesters were thinking of doing just that. Crazy. Right, really for real, let's talk voting. Let me tell you who the candidates for June RPG Publisher Spotlight are. Firstly, Lone Colossus Games. Then Deep Light Games, The Scrying Dutchman, Midnight Owl Games, and Dice Geeks. Now, furthermore, if you are tempted to vote, then let me tell you about the curse of Air Magad. If you're a patron before the 23rd, you will get the curse of Air Magad. And this is good. The curse of Air Magad is a D&D adventure with humour. And thanks to the success of the D&D movie, many people, like me, are now convinced it can work. And thanks to David Mitchell Williams and One Million Words, we have an art preview on the site and copies of the 200-page 5e 
polite parody to give to patrons. But, as we know, Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast don't get everything right all the time. And last week we had Pinkerton Raids. And this week, when Egg Embry came to me with a story pitch, it was one we knew we had to be careful. Egg had been made aware that iconic artist Jeff Easley had told his Facebook followers about his disappointment that his signature had been erased out of a D&D Honor Among Thieves promo poster that he had done. Egg's write-up was great, but we were worried about making life for Jeff difficult by getting his fans riled up, and sometimes angry people do the wrong thing. If you just listen to me sniping about politics and royals here in the UK, you won't be surprised to know that I ran the story. But we did add a note from yours truly to ask fans to be good. The catch? While Hasbro's E1 made the movie and had all the creative control and that was with the same company, the giant didn't do everything. Paramount Pictures handled the distribution, that important job of putting it into cinemas or theatres. Of all the email promos about the D&D Honor Among Thieves that I have got, at least all the ones that I can find, none of them came from Paramount. Still, we couldn't be sure. Maybe Paramount had been involved in the poster, so we updated the article. Geek Native is transparent in our updates and corrections. If there's a change after an article goes live, we explain it in a big box on the article itself. And there's a corrections and update page linked to in the footer which details every such change. Despite all the drama, Dungeons & Dragons seems to be weathering the brand storm. The latest extension to the merch empire is an official Build-A-Bear plushy dragon. And as ever, it's not all about D&D and the major players here. There are challengers, and in the VTT space, one more multiverse is a challenger and they've progressed this week. It's a VTT that supports a few systems, has community standards, and blends JRPG pixel art with storytelling and more traditional VTT features. It's left public beta, so it's an official on-the-shelf product now. The welcome catch? It's still free. Nor is this podcast all about RPGs here at Geek Native. There's loads of anime too. Or this month, perhaps that should be Annie-May. Crunchyroll, now part of Sony, has branded May Annie-May and signed some international deals. Here in the UK, HMV is a partner and have Attack on Titan, Jiu-Jitsu Cajun, My Hero Academia and even Toilet-bound Hanukkah goodies in more than 100 stores. I was hoping for Jiu-Jitsu Cajun fingerless gloves, or Attack on Titan chewable Scout Corp jelly babies, but I don't think we're going to get those. Nevertheless, I think it's great to see both anime and tabletop RPGs so well known these days. And speaking of May, May the 4th is Star Wars Day. That's when so many brands and blogs jump on the space bandwagon to do something. Key Creative asked, what one clever thing should you do for Star Wars Day? And the answer was to watch Curious Refuge Wes Anderson inspired trailer. It's awesome. And then I packed that post with all the Star Wars days that I could find, such as 15% off Sigil collectibles, deals and discounts at Just Geek, and even new Star Wars socks from Stance. And that's where I get my socks. I would recommend them, but I didn't get any. Sadly, 
it sometimes comes back to D&D, and as we've been saying, it's not always good news. Keith Baker, the guy who came up with the D&D campaign setting, Eberron, has been, who has been publishing Eberron material through the DMs Guild and via his company, KP Presents, not Wizards of the Coast, has announced that his studio will close. The last book they will make is Frontiers of Eberron Quickstone, but Visionary Production and Design, another studio, will pick up four of the established titles and keep them on sale. They are Exploring Eberron, Chronicles of Eberron, Dread Metrol, and Eberron Confidential. You can still follow the old KB Presents team on social media, with Keith Baker still being part of Together Studios, producer Wayne Chang still on the Adventuring Zone Facebook page, editor Laura Hesbrunner available via their card site, and the Space Plasma Physicist Manifest Zone co-host and adamantine bestseller Imogen Gingel on Twitter, and the website Imogen.space. There are also some bundles before we go. Atlas Games has this absolutely incredible drive through RPG hosted deal reduced by 70% with savings of nearly £200 for Ars Magica 4E. And if you want to try something that's not AD&D, then Ars Magica is very firmly in the camp of not D&D. Early FASA Traveller sci-fi RPG products are at the bundle of holding, but you do need a copy of an old Traveller RPG to use them. And on that note, let's wrap there. We'll catch up next week. Until then, don't wear stolen bling and fight on. <laughs>